It is March Madness time once again in the Commonwealth, and I am just as excited about that as the next guy, but the action isn't just heating up on the basketball court. It is also heating up on the stage. Yes, you heard me right, as a new and exciting play is just about to be staged in Henderson, and I am honored and privileged to be a part of it myself. It is known as Pathways to Heaven, and joining us today, we have the playwright himself, Mr. Bob Park, who has quite a history of teaching pupils, making music, and, you guessed it, writing plays in Henderson. And despite staring his 90th birthday in the face, he is just as energetic and vibrant as ever. You'll hear proof of that shortly. And joining Bob is another one of our fearless leaders, Miss Donna Stennett, who will discuss her experience with the cast, tell us a little bit about the characters, and also enlighten us how we can snag ourselves some tickets. The show is less than two weeks away, and we don't want you to miss it, so get your hot or cold refreshment ready and strap yourself in for Season 5, Episode 10 of Blabbing in the Bluegrass. Kentucky features so much more than basketball and horses. We're home to scenic spectacles and one-of-a-kind golf courses. If boating, fishing, dining, or music is your pleasure, we'll guide you to the sights and sounds that you will truly treasure. Cause we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. There's nothing here to hide, cause we're saying it with pride. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With knowledge of the state, you're sure to appreciate. Yes, we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. Where musicians furnish talent and great whiskey cools your palate. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste. From Morganfield to Morgantown, Morton's Gap to Flat Gap, if you think the Commonwealth, you best be thinking of blabbing in the bluegrass, exploration, and celebration of all things Kentucky. I'm Sam Moore here at the One of a Kind. One in a million, North Quail Motel in beautiful Henderson, KY. And I mean to tell you, we're in for a treat because every time I hear Bob Park talk, it always puts a smile on my face. And Donna Stennett makes me smile too. She's joining Bob today as a co-guest on the show, shall we say. But I've had the pleasure of knowing both Donna and Bob most all my life because they are longtime members of my church, First United Methodist of Henderson, and a handful of the cast members are also attendees of the First United Methodist Church of Henderson. But during the play, we are all part of the Taffy Church of Choice. And further details on that await you momentarily, but the audience of these plays, they are also temporary members of the Taffy Church of Choice. Of course, Taffy, located in Ohio County, that is Bob Park's hometown. And each of these plays, this one included, are based on... Uh, people he knew and memories he made back home. So we'll uh, elaborate on that more as we go along. We will tell you how you can get tickets, and you won't want to miss it because I have had so much fun bonding with my fellow cast members and rehearsing for this play. If the show is anywhere near as much fun 
as rehearsals, which I don't doubt it will be, you're not going to be disappointed, okay? Trust me. And there are two shows, so no excuses. Uh, one is Saturday, the 19th of March at 7 p.m. The other is the very next day on Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m., at the Preston Arts Center. It's going to be a blast and uh, more play details as well as info on uh, how you can become a part of the audience and a part of the cast. We're going to make you part of the cast in that you're going to get to sing a lot of old school traditional hymns that uh, I know even if you don't know, chances are plenty of people in your surroundings no, so you're going to be singing, and uh, stay tuned for more information on this and much, much more momentarily. But before we get to Donna and Bob, we do have for you, hot off the press, another Bluegrass Brain Buster. Now, I try to do one of these at the beginning of each and every show. Today's no exception. We'll give you the question now. We will give you the answer towards the end of the show in the final few minutes. Now... This play, of course, will be performed inside, but Kentucky has a long history of outdoor theater, and I want to know, what is the oldest outdoor theater in the Commonwealth of Kentucky? Now, yes, Bob Park's Pathways to Heaven play will be performed indoors, but Kentucky has a long history an impressive history at that, of outdoor theater. And I want to know, what is the oldest outdoor theater in the Commonwealth? So, you get the wheel spinning and think on that, but don't think so hard that you missed some pertinent information on the big play, Pathways to Heaven, we got coming up. And we will reveal the answer in the program's final segment. Good luck. Sam Moore proudly presents his Commonwealth Crowd Pleaser. Well, we are gearing down for a big-time play at the Preston Arts Center on campus of the Henderson Community College. They were brave enough to let me in it. It is known as Pathways to Heaven, and here today we're going to tell you a little bit about the play and uh, the characters in it. We're also going to tell you how you can uh, sing along, put a song in your heart, most importantly, purchase tickets. We'll also give you some insights as to um, where the proceeds will go and who they are benefiting. So here to enlighten us on all that, we've got two very important guests today. Let's start by welcoming a lady who has uh, not only been in most, if not all those plays, but uh, handled a number of leadership and logistics roles in each of them. It's none other than Mrs. Donna Stennett. Well, thank you, Sam. It's, it's been a, a real honor for me to be, have been affiliated with these shows and have played various parts in them over the years. So yes. it's, a, uh, it's been a really good time. And, and I think we've done a little bit of good with the money we've made from them. Oh, I'd say a lot of good. Don't, uh, don't sell yourself short on that. And also, here accompanying Donna is the gentleman who uh, wrote this play along with a number of others, part of a series known as the Taffy Opry series. Let's hear it making his uh, second appearance on Blabbing in the Bluegrass. It's Mr. Bob Park. As his phone rings, I'm telling you, there's just... <laughs> <laughs> busy man Sam I'm a busy man there's just not enough probably, Bob to go around probably somebody wanting to buy tickets probably that, that's probably it yeah <laughs> we're, we're gonna have a sellout crowd we're gonna have to add seats to the 
to the Fine Arts Center. But anyhow, you are uh, still thriving and excelling despite being, are, are, are you 90 now, Bob? Close. I'm closer to 90 than I am 89. July will catch, catch me up. July, okay. I knew your 90th birthday was sometime this year. So <laughs> look at you. You're just uh, getting better with age like a fine wine. <laughs> we can wholly hope. Yeah. Bob yes. and I are almost birthday buddies, Sam, because he has a birthday one day and then I have a birthday the next 31st. day. 31st. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Your birthday's in July too, isn't it, Donna? It is. But the I've day got, after his. I've got a few years on her. She's yeah, never yeah. going to catch me. She'll never catch me. Yeah, Bob, when you turn 90, Donna will turn 39. Right, Donna? That's right. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> Let me comment, make a comment in response to what you said earlier about Donna. Uh, oh, sure. I could not have done this stuff without Donna. She has she has been there everything I think I've ever attempted to do and uh, at the Fine Arts Center and other other things. And so whenever you're passing out kudos, be sure to give them to her because she does a great job. And gosh, I rely on her a lot. Well, I, <laughs> I want to publicly thank her for that. Plenty of kudos to go around. And I know she has uh, lent a hand on some of those scripts and with good reason because uh, she spent a number of years working for the Gleaner in various capacities that, of course, the uh, Henderson local newspaper. So she, uh, yeah. she and her husband, Chuck both have had plenty of uh, writing experience to say. That's right. I've put a uh, few words on paper over the years <laughs> yes. and, in, and the computer. <laughs> Many words on paper and in the computer, but uh, anyhow, Donna, you've been the, uh, the glue that, has held Bob's Park's place together uh, since practically day one. So um, tell us when you first began working with Bob and uh, describe what it's been like to partner with him uh, in a leadership capacity all these years. Oh, gosh, I'm going to have to dig into my memory banks on that one because it, it's been a while. Uh, I always admired Bob from afar when he was in various bluegrass bands and out storytelling, I, I guess my first real um, connection with his his retirement work, which I consider his his writing, his storytelling, his playwriting, uh, was coming from writing feature stories about him at various times for the Gleaner at some of his on some of his pursuits, sure. and then eventually I actually got to be in a part of one of them, which was the um, well. First of all, we collaborated with, in music with the Audubon Bond That's group. Right. We with, did. I had a little, we had a little uh, vocal music trio with Jamie Mahon Fruit and her daughter Olivia, oh. and we we teamed up with with Bob and and our friend Barry Denton and some other musicians to 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 music around town. So that was my first connection. And then when Bob wrote his first Taffy play. He asked me and my husband, Chuck Stennett, to play roles in that. I remember the Sunday afternoon, he came over to our house and sat down in the kitchen and said, got this project. I want you all to be a part of it. And we agreed that we could do that. And then we were, it was game on. We've been sure. going ever since. The rest is history. <laughs> I remember that day too. Mm -hmm. I do. Yeah, I bet you do. The Audubon Bonds, I'm going to have to get my ears on some of those songs i, I don't believe hey, they, sam they were really good uh, honestly 
I had wonderful, wonderful harmony. Oh, I'm, I can imagine. I mean, of course, I remember Canoe Creek, which ultimately became Highway 41 and now Fishtown, which you're a part of. And yeah. <laughs> that's been a, a long time bluegrass band. But I'm going to have to listen to uh, some of those old Audubon Bontones if I can get my hands on them. But uh, uh, I'll, I'll put some of those in your hands, Sam. I think I can I can I can dig that up out of the trash or the archives somewhere. So. <laughs> you think you can dig that up for me? Well, I, I think so. We kind of moved away from the Audubon Bonds when Olivia, uh, Jamie's daughter, outgrew us and went off to college. So then we we reformed into Fishtown with just us two as vocalists with with the guys. So we still do a little music that way. Well, that's good to hear. And yes, uh, pe people do eventually want to spread their wings. And uh, Olivia was a, uh, and still is a true talent for that matter, and a perfect part of the uh, the Audubon Bonds, I know. Now, uh, Bob, you've written a number of plays in the uh, Taffy Opry series uh, based on your childhood growing up in the Ohio County metropolis of Taffy, Kentucky. And I've been uh, privileged to take part in the uh, last three, counting this uh, upcoming play. So uh, explain what initially uh, sparked your desire and inspiration to enter the realm of playwriting, Bob. Well, I tell you, Sam, uh, this kind of sprung from um, Jane and my wife and I, many years, were talking one day and uh, she suggested that a lot of the stories I had made up and collected actually from actual people over the years would, would go to waste unless they were somehow uh, recorded or somehow archived, if you will. And so I, <clears throat> excuse me, as you know, I had a, a program on WSON for many years and I created a group of characters, some fiction, uh, most of them based on real characters. And so one day I started thinking of expanding that. In fact, Steve McCarty, who was directing the play, uh, uh, Pathways to Heaven that we're doing now, and I were talking one day about my uh, about the radio programs, and he had recorded all of us. Uh, and so he said, "You know, I think you'd be better if your play, your programs would be better if you try to expand your field." And so that gave me the impetus to uh, write the first play called the Taffy Opry. Uh huh. Gotcha. That's that's cool stuff. And of course, that program was uh, on the front porch. And, that's uh, right. Those are still available, by the way, at the. Well, uh, I tell you, just for somebody might have an interest, I have 600 and I think about 60 of those programs recorded. And there I donated those uh, CDs to the library. So if anybody has an interest in any re listening to any of those, uh, I think they can go to the library and check them out. Yeah, so they just go and consult the library and they'll connect you to those old front porch shows that you used to hear yeah. every yeah. weekday morning on WSON for, what, about 12, 13 years, Bob? 13 years, five days a week. How many, that is? How many is that, Sam? Oh, gosh. That's about five. That's, My oh, Western Kentucky University math. Uh, <laughs> isn't, isn't real good on short notice so i'd have to 
<laughs> I'd have to maybe get a calculator, but that's a lot of shows. I know that much. And so, <laughs> well, uh, in all fairness, uh, I, I repeated a lot of those. So they were not all new, but I think there were six, 660 episodes that, that were well, new. still quite a few. And by the time, yeah. By the That's time those repeated, most of those folks probably didn't remember them. The you know the first time those stories were were told. Well, so you know the the people that I associate with, they forget what they heard two days later. So it was all new to them. <laughs> yeah, so they they enjoyed it just as much the second time. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but and if you if you've listened to many of them, Sam, you probably grew up listening to some of those. Um, you'll you'll know that people that are in the characters that are in this play we're currently doing like bum and mabel dean and marshall marshall and ruby may all those characters were residents of on the front porch so they were yes they and were. Preacher Newton, to, to yes, a certain extent was a very important character in fact most of the characters have lived through the plays and through the front porch for for several years Oh yeah, so if you know if you listen to those front porch programs, that you know the characters in this play will will sound pretty familiar to you for <laughs> for the most part. That's for sure. Now, uh, Donna, not only have you assisted in the uh, guidance and directorship of of these plays, but like we said, you've also assumed the role of different characters on stage. So uh, give us a snapshot of the different characters that you've played in these productions. Well, I can sum them all up in one one or two words, Sam. I'm, I've been typecast as a little old lady. <laughs> a little old lady. Um, a little old lady, because uh, one of the first plays, the Taffy Opry, the first three in the series, I played a character named Miss Johnson, Iris. Because, Iris Johnson. Uh, yeah, her name was really Iris Johnson, but they always reversed the Miss Johnson and then they would realize, oh, we're on a first name basis, so Iris, so it would be Miss Johnson, Iris. Uh, so then in the first Angel play that we did, um, I played Grandmammy. I was a um, character, and this was the, play, uh, the first play we did at First United Methodist uh, in the sanctuary there. Right, uh, what I, I was call in. the Angel subseries of the Taffy plays, and um, and have a connection with the, a character that continues in the Pathways play we're doing now. In the last two plays, I have been a character named Gertie. She, and, uh, my sister, and I make Mama's famous comfort pies, mm. and uh, we we had a, a tough time in the beginning remembering how to make them but once we got that down pat boy we were off um, doing great things by selling our comfort pies and and doing good things for people with the proceeds from the pies well and then we'll have some of those pies for sale during the uh, the program right now i'm kidding <laughs> Well, you know, Sam, uh, I wouldn't, you know, you shouldn't um, be too surprised if you saw something like that actually happen. Might, yeah, I'm telling you. It might happen. be a thing. It might be a thing. You yes. might you might get inspired between now and then and just make a bunch of <laughs> I tell you, uh, you have, of course, you're part of the play, but and you've seen it, but their scene is one, where they work, talk about the comfort pies is one of the highlights of the play. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. They're singing about them and talking about them. And your, your mouth is going to water during those particular yeah. scenes. I can <laughs> I can assure you now. Um, 
Bob, there, there's, of course, as you know, there's, there's an interesting story behind my play appearances. Of course, this is, this is my third one. And in the first play that uh, I took part in, I was a devil. And the second one, I was a newscaster slash radio man, whatever the heck you want to call me. And now, <laughs> after, after two previous plays, I have worked my way up to the role of God. <laughs> what a transition. You know, Sam, and uh, I told you, and uh, you can tell your audience, but I've promoted you about as far as you can go in this <laughs> series. And so I don't think you could aspire to a bigger role than the one you've been given. And that, you, that's what I was going to ask great, you. You do a great job with that, Sam, and uh, I'm, I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate I appreciate you, Bob. But that was going to be my next question. Yeah, where do we go from here on the uh, on the ladder? I don't think we can, you know, I don't think we can advance much farther. But, but anyhow, <laughs> I guess my my next move will be will be lateral. But uh, but anyhow, I uh, speaking of those characters, I know the uh, the, the well written plays in this Taffy Opry series, like we said, they're all based on your. Uh, childhood experiences growing up uh, in Ohio County, Taffy, Kentucky, to be specific. So uh, talk a little more, Bob, about uh, how the characters and some aspects of the, the plot in these plays have stemmed from your childhood Taffy memories, sir. Well, uh, Sam, the church was a central uh, melding factor in places like Taffy. And uh, they, uh, everybody there had some connection to a church. And so it was discussed, uh, religion and other things were sometimes discussed at the stores, not often. But the, the thing was that the, the, the ideas and the, 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 the theory behind everything is we help each other. If somebody got in trouble in those rural communities, we didn't look for outside help. It was neighbor helping neighbor. And uh, that is, uh, you know, I hope that theme can run through all the plays that uh, we are all God's children, but we're on this earth and we are to help each other to the extent we can. And so that's kind of the mantra of the, of the play that is, that is said by Preacher Newton, who is based on a real character. And uh, he says, real Christians do all they can. And then just a little bit more. And that's what, um, that's, that's, that's kind of what it's based on. You know, you help your neighbor all you can, and then just a little bit more. And so I guess that's actually where it came from. And of course, there's so much humor in those in those country places and uh, and you know it's 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 sometimes it's hard humor sometimes it's it, it's almost borders on cruel cruelty but <laughs> in the final analysis you know that those people are on your side and you can count on them when 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 you need them exactly and it's good neighborly advice that we should all help one another that you're going to get from this show and a lot of the uh, the jokes and stuff that uh, you're going to catch in this play are uh, similar to jokes that you might have heard back at the uh, Taffy General Store many moons ago, right? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yes, indeed. So you might have even been a part of those. So make sure that you come out, uh, folks, and get your share of that 
Tappy Kentucky humor. Now, Donna, what in your mind has made these Tappy Opry plays so enjoyable and relatable for audiences through the years? Well, I think it's because they're, they are a really good mix of some nuggets of wisdom and things that most people have grown up with in their lives. And they have had maybe even despite, you know, what age they are, had some similar experience going to a little, little church with family, with grandparents or great grandparents or whatever. So there's a commonality in that and they're just uplifting. Uh, There's so many things that we can consume for entertainment that can be a little uh, serious or depressing. And at this day and time, when we've just come through a very difficult couple of years of the pandemic, which, and by the way, did put create some special challenges for us trying to get this play on the stage. But indeed, it, it, it's time for some uplifting uh, fun, being able to sing together again, uh, to just enjoy being in a performance space and seeing some live entertainment. Uh, but and at the same time, having just a little bit of a, a message to take home with you and, and to keep keep yourself lifted up. And Exactly. You know, yeah. it's it's good fun and a, a good message to go with it. And yes, like you said, originally we were supposed to do this thing back in uh, late August. Actually, for starters, we were planning on even a few months sooner, weren't we? Yeah, I think we were actually, um, we, this may be the, our fourth try at getting a performance date because we had initially thought maybe we did our last play in the spring of 2019, believe it or not, kind of had targeted the spring of 2020 to come back and do this one. And so that, that obviously, because that was right after the start of the pandemic, that got pushed back and we kept pushing back and we had this past August a pretty firm plan and had actually started rehearsals, uh, but then the Delta variant came along. So right now we feel like we're at a great spot. Uh, we've kind of threaded the needle. I don't know if anything else is coming down the road, but the the Omicron variant of the COVID has, has definitely dropped off and people are feeling a little bit more comfortable uh, getting yes. out and about. So I think we're Absolutely. in a good spot. Uh, I would agree. And- Yes, back in August when we made the uh, difficult decision to push this thing back again, which was the right decision, but I remember there there were some uh, teary eyes in the room, but it'll all be worth it, and I, I think that means we'll enjoy it that much more on uh, March 19th and 20th when when we finally get this thing off the ground. Now, uh, I know this is... Um, like we mentioned, my third Bob Park play. But how many how many plays do we have all told in the Taffy Opry series, Bob? Well, may I answer that? You yeah, sure can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have had, eight, this is the eighth play in the Taffy series. How about that? Uh, because there, were the, there was the original trilogy, and then there was a standalone play called Park Ridge Road. And we had a show called Echoes from the Front Porch that brought those characters back around. And now this is the third, what I call the angel play series <laughs> where angels and earthlings mingle together unbeknownst to the earthlings. Angels are always in our midst. So yes. that, this is the eighth play. The oh, eighth God. play. Now you don't happen to remember what year that first one 
was written, do you? I believe we performed it in 2008 at the Preston Arts Center. 2008 okay so mm -hmm. 14 years ago and and uh everybody's still going strong and uh of course donna you mentioned the uh angels and earthlings linging uh lingering together and uh, you know sort of bonding if you will so uh that being said bob what do you believe to be the uh, most striking differences between uh the upcoming pathways to heaven show and then your previous taffy opry productions well, certainly the uh, those that were titled the Taffy Opry, like Taffy Goes to War, things like that, had a different theme. And this uh, this has this series, this trilogy. As it was started with One Day in Heaven, followed by Another Day in Heaven, and now Pathways to Heaven. But they have a the common theme of of religion and. Uh, we don't over we don't hit you over the head with it i don't think what what our hope is that while those original three plays of the opry were kind of <clears throat> more attuned to humor down home stories this is more uh i think attuned to reflection of where you stand and uh, and uh, i i hope that that when you leave there, you'll come away with a with a lighter step, but some some questions and some answers. I, I guess that's the major difference. One, uh, the, the original trilogy was dedicated more with probably to humor and down home stories. This is a more of a religious bent, but as I said, we don't hit you over the head with it. We'll let you make your own choices. Yeah, you know it's a you know an important message but it's not you know it's not forced on you plus you get a lot of uh good humor still go along with it and another uh, neat feature that uh, i found in this play that we're getting ready for is that the audience will have a chance to enjoy yeah. and sing along with a number of old school yeah. traditional hymns that they probably know well, they're going to be an audience, and the, they're going to be in the congregation there at the Church of Choice. So, if you go to the Church of Choice, you got to yell, say a few amens and hallelujahs, and sing along. So, be get your singing shoes on and dancing shoes on. I should say maybe if you want to dance, but oh, we're sure. going to have a good time. I will, I will almost make a commitment that if you decide to come, you'll be glad you did when you leave. Oh, absolutely. I second that <laughs> wholeheartedly. You, you <laughs> well, you're just worth, you're worth the price of admission yourself, Sam. Oh, look, I'm not even paying <laughs> you to say that, Bob. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's, it's going to be a big time. And like uh, EJ Simmons, who is uh, leading our music, he told us last week, or actually last night, to, uh, you know, make sure we get warmed up before the next music rehearsal, because he wants to start fast. And the audience better get there voice is warmed up before the night of the play because we're going to start fast that night <laughs> sam's gonna for those of you listening sam is going to uh uh sam is going to do the first first of the first song yeah i'm telling you they're starting with me right off the bat so i better be warmed up i'm doing the <laughs> the first part of the first verse of uh now, sam, the be cautious, so don't start off key because that will just That'll set the bad tone for the night. So get your voice in tune. 
Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be up. I'm gonna be pulling them all night or trying to get my voice and get the show started off on the on the right <laughs> foot. <laughs> yep, I'll be doing that first part of uh, when the roll is called up yonder. One of several familiar tunes that uh, yeah the audience will enjoy as part of pathways to heaven now uh donna it goes without saying that uh, a number of cast members are uh, putting forth uh, a lot of time talent and dedication to make pathways to heaven a reality so of course it's the labor of love but why don't you if you would uh, give a shout out to each of our actors and actresses and tell us a little bit about each of their respective characters in the play well, we uh, we certainly and you know, let me back up just a minute to say these are volunteers and they have devoted a tremendous amount of time to their you know learning their lines, learning their songs, showing up for rehearsals, um, and just have endured so many changes as we've already noted the date the performance date changes, but we've had to to. to uh, replace, not replace, but we've had some cast members that had initially signed up to participate that had to bow out for various reasons. So right. uh, it's just been, they've been troopers being resilient and adapting to change uh, and changes that we've made in the script too that have been needed. But um, we have we obviously we have Preacher Newton, who is kind of the uh, the thread that runs through the whole play, sharing his little nuggets of wisdom. And sure, and that's that's your husband, Mr. That's Chuck Stennett. That's my husband, Chuck Stennett. Uh, we have some angels in heaven uh, that are hovering around all the time uh, on earth with us and singing with us and commenting on what's going on. We have uh, Jennifer Keach. Uh, playing a part called, uh, her name is Marie. We have Janet Barkley playing Jane. We have um, a new cast member that will be added next week. Her name is Grace. She'll be playing Frances. All right. Uh, then we have Jackson. Jackson, Jackson Gaines, Gaines yeah. plays that part. He, he is kind of an aide to St. Andrew in heaven, who's played by Steve Gold. County attorney. Um, County attorney Steve Gold. Uh, you are obviously God and you're overseeing <laughs> their their escapades in heaven. So yes, I've got to try to set a good example. <laughs> they have a supervisor. Uh, <laughs> yes, and of course we have Uncle Walton. Uh, uh, Mr. Bob Park is doing his, his monologue is setting up the stories and telling uh, stories at various times during the, the show. Uh, we have uh, we have Grandmammy played by Brenda Saucy and a young Saint Andrew in a scene that's a flashback scene. Sure. We have Marshall Marshall played by Steve Hoskins. You have the town Marshall. I, think, I don't. I can't imagine anyone else actually playing Marshall Marshall. So if Steve Hoskins ever becomes unavailable, I don't. I guess we'll hear from Marshall Marshall anymore. He's but, irreplaceable, uh, isn't he? He is. Uh, Ruby May, his beautiful wife, is played by Abby Dixon, our tourism director. Yes, indeed. Um, I've told you, I play Murdy. My sister, Gertie, is played by Stacy Howe, who is, who is the, she works at Henderson Community Colleges and is actually in charge of the Preston Arts Center. Uh, our scene mate is Adam Swindler. 
played by Steve Moeller, a businessman from Evansville and has been uh, involved with our local music scene with Canoe Creek and Highway 41 and uh, various other. He's been in some of our previous Taffy plays too. A great actor and a great singer. Oh yes, absolutely. And then our, our fearless leader is another longtime Henderson Community College employee, Mr. Steve McCarty. Steve McCarty is directing our, our play and he's he's got a whole crew of people that usually come and assist him on with with technical things. So we hope to have them back in the building to assist us and help us through this. Um, we've got <laughs> Bum played by Philip Fowler. He's always been Bum, kind of like Marshall Marshall. I can't imagine anyone else being Bum. Right. And Mabel Dean is played by Leslie Hoskins. They have uh, quite the little scene where they cross over uh, to the other side. But anyway, I'm not going to spill any more about that because that needs to be a surprise. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't spill too many beans, can we? But, no, uh... we can't. And in, in bringing back uh, some characters from the last play, uh, we have Betty Sue and Francis. This is a, Francis is an angel too, but there's a little flashback scene with them um, reconnecting from their Taylor school days. And that's kind of a neat little little scene. Betty Sue is played by Brandy Downey. Yes, member of our church. Member of our church, and she works for the city of Henderson. And then speaking of city of Henderson employees, Ray Nix uh, plays Malcolm Medcalf. He played this role in the previous play. Um, and he plays a very touching scene where he has just gone through a period of time when he's been, he's experienced Alzheimer's disease. And he, he talks about that with St. Andrew when he uh, arrives in heaven. So that's a touching scene. Ray also sings in that scene. Um, and then we have another little surprise um, at the end of that. Yeah, I think indeed. I've mentioned all the characters except for E.J. Simmons, our music director. Right. Uh, will be on stage with us and, and guiding the music process and, and also uh, lending his tremendous vocal talents and, and here and there when he can. Yes, he'll be singing and playing and he's sort of the, the glue that, that holds the music together. Back on Malcolm Medcalf, who is played by Ray Nix, he, we won't, um, you know, we won't give away too much surprise here, but Malcolm was um, one of the teachers at the old Taffy School, wasn't he, Bob? He was, and uh, and uh, he had some personal problems, and he was helped by students, and some of them are, are revisited in this play. And so, uh, uh, while you don't have to have seen the previous plays at all, it's it's it, this this play can stand alone, but right. it. It, some of you who have, have been experienced in these plays will see a definite uh, connection to the previous plays. Yes, exactly. There is a connection, but don't feel bad if you haven't seen any of them. You don't need to in order to That's right. enjoy this play and, and all that it has to offer. Now, it's worth mentioning that uh, all money raised from Pathways to Heaven ticket sales is benefiting a very worthy cause in our community. So, uh, Bob, won't you talk about the recipients of this financial support and the manner in which the proceeds will be used? Well, we have for some time uh, we have you we have assisted the youth of the First Methodist Church because that has been the base of our operation 
uh, for all three of these plays. But right now, the community, Christian community outreach, uh, 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 is uh, start new. They have new building down there, which is beautiful from the outside. I haven't been in it, but they need all the help they can get, and they're also going to become uh, one of the recipients of uh, the profits we make from this from this play. So it, if you're having any hesitancy, the price of the tickets is $20 each and there's no preferred seating. You just get your ticket and go sit where you want to. But uh, you can be assured that this money will be used to uh, for, a good, for good causes. Yes, indeed. Christian Community Outreach is a great organization so you can feel good about supporting them when you buy your tickets. Notice I didn't say if, I said when you buy your tickets for uh, Pathways to Heaven. You know, we have such a, such a community-minded and uh, people-minded people in this community. I just sold two tickets while ago at $20 each, but I see that then when I get the, oh, look at the check, it's for $50. And, oh. and we have people... I talked to one yesterday and he said, well, we need so many and said, oh, I got to have a few to give away. So we have so many like that. And we want to thank everybody who, who the, everybody who, who, who contributes and everybody who comes. We need a good crowd. It makes everybody happier. And you know what, Donna will, and you can also confirm this. When you've got a good receptive audience, you do a better job. Yeah, I was going to say, you're exactly right. It brings out the best in the performers, too. And, uh, you know, you got to love those $50 checks for $20 ticket. That 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 reminds me of uh, <laughs> it reminds me of those overbids we used to always hear about on the longtime uh, television Lions Club auction, which I <laughs> definitely miss. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, Sam, I have, I have to tell a story. I've, I've told this story numerous times, uh, but right. I, haven't told, I haven't told it to you, I don't think. But going back to this audience participation thing, something happens in the room when you have an audience that is supportive of what's going on on the stage, because then the performers try harder and the audience claps louder and the performers try even harder. And it just goes back and back and it, it builds something electrical. A prime example of this was a previous show Bob organized that had nothing to do with the Taffy Place. He organized a stage show called Kentucky Strings. It did have, it was a music show, but it did have a thread of a story that went through it. And in my life as a Gleaner reporter, I went to their dress rehearsal just to report on it. And when I saw this, I thought, oh, I'm so, this is gonna be the worst train wreck I've ever seen in my life. This show is just <laughs> not, very good it's not going to come together at all and I feel so bad for my friend Bob Park and the next night I went to the show at the Fine Arts Center and this was absolutely one of the best shows that I have ever seen at Henderson Fine Arts Center because of the very thing I just described beforehand the audience was thrilled to see people they knew on stage and they cheered and the past tried harder and sang better and did their best. And it was an amazing night. See, it was a win-win situation for both the performers and the audience, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, it was, see, it that's was magical. <laughs> it's like the thing in Shakespeare in Love where they say, we don't know how this happens. It's a mystery because that movie is about stage shows, so. 
Right. Yeah. So same here. You know, that's what made Kentucky strange a success. And, and uh, ideally, that's what will make this next Pathways to Heaven play a lot of fun as well. Now, uh, Donna, why don't you fill us in, if you would, on the uh, availability of tickets? We know they're $20, but um, tell us how we can get our hands on them. Yeah, they're easily available several places downtown. You can get them at the Olive Leaf on Main Street, which is a cute, recently open little boutique shop. At Abba's Music, also on Main Street, our fellow church member Chris Kroger and Marco have been really supportive to sell the tickets there. You can buy them at Christian Henderson Christian Community Outreach. You can get them at the Preston uh, from Stacy Cal at the box office the night of the show. And they are also available at First United Methodist Church. And if you know any of the cast members I mentioned a little while ago, you can probably get them through them too. Yes, each and every one of us. <laughs> they have a limited number too at uh, Brown Bag, if you, uh, Brown if you happen Bag to be burgers. there. There you go. So you yeah, can uh, buy your hamburger and a ticket at the same time. Yeah, get filled up and, and get ready to, to be inspired. That's definitely... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, killing two birds with one stone. So no excuse for you not to get your tickets and come join us. Now, uh, I've had a lot of fun. This has been great. Now, before we let y'all go, I'd like for each of you to expand a little more on uh, why both newcomers and Taffy Opry frequents can find equal value, wisdom, and entertainment in Pathways to Heaven. Whichever of you wants to start. Well, I think, you know, we, as we've talked about, this is just a great opportunity to rejoin uh, the camaraderie and the fellowship of an audience and uh, be entertained to participate. That's one of the best things about this show, I think, is the sing-along aspect of it and, and to enjoy uh, being, being out and about once again. And at the same time, hearing a great little message because they, there will be no doubt when you leave that show that you'll have the, the thought stuck in your head about Christians doing all that they can and then just a little bit more. Exactly. Well said, Donna. And um, Bob, are you going to echo that or would you like uh, yes. to piggyback yes. a little bit? I, I would. She said it very, very well. And, uh, you know, Sam, uh, through the, through, it's something to see your friends and your neighbor, people you see on the, on the street, adopt a different persona and uh, become kind of a, 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 a teller of stories. And because you know where it's coming from, it's actually when many of these characters are talking and you, you reading the lines or saying their lines, we know it comes from the heart. It's uh, and and that's that's kind of our goal. We want. Uh, wouldn't it be great if we could reach what Donna said with Kentucky Strings, where everybody feels a part of it, and that's that's what we hope will happen here. Yeah, we're trying to get the audience involved, make them feel like they're part of the cast, and everybody yes has a yes. a big old time. So it's it's going to be fun. I can promise you that and so can donna and bob and again those shows are uh, march 19th at seven o'clock that's a saturday night and then some of you may be saying well that's too late that's past my bedtime well no excuse because 
We're doing it again on Sunday afternoon, the 20th at three o'clock. So you can catch the matinee if you uh, don't want to uh, stay up that late on Saturday night or you just can't make it. So come on out and join us for one of those two performances or uh, both if you feel compelled to do so. And we'll have us a, a big time with uh, Pathways to Heaven. Well, Bob, it was great to have you back on here. And uh, Donna, I hope you've enjoyed your debut appearance on Blabbing in the Bluegrass. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. Well, Thanks, Sam. Thanks a lot. <laughs> on the 19th and 20th, like Chuck Stinnett so eloquently says in the uh, Pathways to Heaven commercial, it's currently running on the radio, y'all come. <laughs> now there are two other gifted and valued cast members that donna and i accidentally neglected to mention during our chat you know we wanted to give due props to everybody in the play but at the same time we knew that it might be kind of difficult to rattle off all those names just off the top of our heads so i'm gonna go ahead and insert those last two now one of them is mr alex Cottle. Alex plays the role of Frank, a man who enters Taffy as a wanderer during the play. Alex makes a very admirable Frank, I might add. The other is Young St. Andrew. Now, we briefly mentioned Young St. Andrew a little bit ago, but we did not tell you who plays him, and that is Mr. Nate Gold. Nate is the son of Henderson County attorney Steve Gold, and of course, we told you Steve is St. Andrew, so it only made sense that his son Nate is young St. Andrew. Nate is a very talented young performer. We are beyond pleased to have him as part of our cast. These are great people with great acting abilities, and that always makes for a big old time. I really like what Bob Park said a little bit ago about the audience, because when it's a full house, and everybody's actively engaged. That always brings out the best in the cast members on stage. So come on out and uh, take in the play. It's going to be fun. You're going to be singing along in no time, even if you don't know a lot of these old standards. People around you will, and you're going to catch on in no time. And uh, please, please grace us with your presence on either the 19th of March or the 20th or both if you feel so inclined. We would be truly honored to have you. In fact, that's a big understatement. But thanks so much again to Bob Park and Donna Stennett for coming on with me today and uh, gracing me with their presence. Now, I will remind you, if you have suggestions, and you better have suggestions for future guests, topics. Maybe you know about a play that's coming up here in Kentucky. I would love to chat with the director, maybe a few of the cast members, but you got to let me know about it, okay? Bluegrassblabbing at gmail.com is my email. B-L-U-E-G-R-A-S-S-B-L-A-B-B-I-N at gmail.com. Anything that's connected to Kentucky, that is my most important criteria. If it's related to the bluegrass, I am more than glad to consider it for a future feature on the program. So send me that email. I would be more than delighted to hear from you. So we will meet again next week. In fact, good Lord willing and the creek don't rise, that show will come your way March 16th, next Wednesday. So don't you dare be late, but one final order of business before we put this thing to bed, and that is revealing the answer to this week's Bluegrass Brain Buster from the beginning of the show 
Now we'll recap. Yes, of course, our play, Pathways to Heaven, is being acted indoors at the Preston Arts Center, but on a related theatrical note, Kentucky has a rich and extensive history of outdoor theater, and I wanted to know what was the very first outdoor theater to open in Kentucky, and your answer, it is the Pioneer Playhouse. The Pioneer Playhouse, located in Danville, Kentucky, Boyle County, opened in 1950. It was founded by Colonel Eben Henson, if that name rings a bell. But uh, that was almost 72 years ago. In fact, I guess later this year in 2022, the Pioneer Playhouse will celebrate its 72nd anniversary of bringing fabulous plays to the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And uh, Colonel Eben Henson passed away back in 2004. However, his lovely wife, Charlotte, is still entertaining guests with her great singing despite being 90 years old. A female version of Bob Park, perhaps. So <laughs> go on out to the Pioneer Playhouse, check out Charlotte's fabulous singing, and uh, just have a big old time taking in a play. After you take in Pathways to Heaven, of course. But anyway, the Pioneer Playhouse in Danville, the state's oldest outdoor theater, and it has been in continuous operation since 1950. So another Bluegrass Brain Buster is coming your way next week. In the meantime, please like and follow the Blabbit in the Bluegrass Facebook page. All of my previous episodes are waiting on you there. If you missed any or you just want to take in one or two of them again, they are all waiting for you. They are available for your listening pleasure. You can also stay up to date with teasers of future programs as they are presented. Make comments, leave messages, and I love hearing from you via the Facebook platform as well. Finally, don't forget that our lovely show is now available via five, count them, five podcast directories. And you can listen and subscribe to Blabbing in the Bluegrass via Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Verbal, and Wisdom. Any or all of those five outlets will connect you to the show so that you're with me each and every week and I'm not sitting here talking to myself, okay? So until we get together again... You know what I'm going to ask of you. Keep laughing, keep smiling, purchase your tickets for Pathways to Heaven, and keep blabbing in the bluegrass. Because we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. There's nothing here to hide because we're saying it with pride. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With knowledge of the state, you're sure to appreciate. Yes, we're blabbing in the bluegrass. Where musicians furnish talent and great whiskey cools your palate. Just a blabbing in the bluegrass. With a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste.